Well, we're going to continue now with our time of worship by opening up the Word of God. And today we're going to be in the book of Exodus, chapter 15, verses 1 to 13, and then 18 to 21. And so we're going to open that up in just a couple of moments. And today we're going to start a new sermon series on the songs of the Bible, on songs of hope and deliverance that we find throughout the Word of God. And today we're actually going to be beginning our summer rhythm where we change the pace up a little bit during the summer in June and July and August, where we go beyond just listening and responding to the Word of God. But together throughout this summer, we're going to be engaging the Word of God. Juntos vamos a estar uh, uh, metiéndonos más profundamente en la Palabra de Dios durante el verano. So we're going to be engaging the Word of God throughout this summer where we sharpen each other as a community. And we're in this series today that we're going to be having throughout the month of June called Songs of the Bible. And we're going to be looking today at the oldest song in the entire Bible. And the oldest song in the entire Bible is actually going to be found in this passage we're reading today in Exodus 15. So yes, even before the Psalms, we have the song of Moses and the song of Miriam. Or what has been called over the, 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 over the years has been called the song of the sea. The song of the sea is the song where God's people had Pharaoh's army behind them and the Red Sea right in front of them. Obstacles all around. They were caught in the middle. They felt like their backs were right up against the wall. They were caught between a rock and a hard place. I know I've been in that situation before, and maybe you have as well. But what we see here with the oldest song in the Bible is that what the people of God did when they felt that they were surrounded, that there was nowhere else to go, is they began to sing. And their songs had the power to split the seas. Their songs that they lifted up to God had the power to make a way where it seemed like there was no way. So let's go ahead and open up to Exodus 15, and we're going to read this ancient song that we can even apply today. Again, the first song in the entire Bible, la primera canción en toda la escritura, in Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 to 13, and verses 18 to 21. Um, la escritura va a ser del libro de Éxodo, capítulo 15, versículos 1 al 13 y 18 al 21. I'm going to go ahead and read it in English, but you could follow along in Spanish if you'd like, um, at home or here in person as well. So let's hear now with open ears and open hearts from the Word of God, from the book of Exodus 15, 1 to 13, and then 18 to 21. And you can follow along in your Bibles, or you can hear God's Word read aloud, or it will be up on the slides as well. Exodus 15, beginning at verse 1. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him my father's God, and I will exalt him. 
Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The, be the best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters have covered them. They sank to the depths like a stone. Your right hand, Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, Lord, shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who opposed you. You unleashed your burning anger. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The surging waters stood up like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the hearts of the sea, in the heart of the sea. The enemy boasted. I will pursue, I will overtake them, I will divide the spoils, I will gorge myself on them, I will draw my sword and my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you? Majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders. You stretch out your right hand and the earth swallows your enemies. In your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. And now moving to verse 18. The Lord reigns forever and ever. When Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought the waters of the sea over them. But the Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a, tim a, timbre a timbrel in her hand, and all the women followed her with timbrels and dancing. Miriam sang to, th to them, Sing to the Lord! For he is highly exalted, both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. Sing to the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. God, today we want to sing to you, Lord. We want to sing a new song. We want to sing songs of hope, songs of deliverance, Lord. Songs that pave the way. Songs that split the seas. Songs that make the impossible possible. So Lord, would you receive the songs of faith, the songs from our hearts this morning, Lord? Lifting it all up to you, Lord. Trusting that right now, if we feel surrounded, if we feel overwhelmed, Lord God, that these songs of praise, these songs of hope, these songs of deliverance will make a way, God. Because that is who you are. You are the God who always makes a way. You are a God who always brings hope. You are the God who always brings strength in our moments of struggle, in our moments of weakness, Lord. You did it before, you are doing it now, and you will do it again, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help us to sing songs, Lord, of faith, songs of devotion, songs of deliverance, songs 
that give us faith, Lord, to trust you to part the seas, to split the seas wide open, God, to make a pathway where everything has seemed impossible, Lord. Now, because of Jesus, all things are possible. We love you, Lord, and we pray all of this in your faithful name. Amen. So this song that we just uh, read right now, as I mentioned, it's the oldest song in the entire Bible. And it's what's called the Song of Moses and Miriam, or the Song of the Seas. This whole story of the Exodus, some of you know this story. It's the story where God delivered his people out of Egypt, out of slavery, and into a promised land. The Exodus story actually concludes with this first song of the Bible that, as I mentioned, called the Song of the Seas or the Song of Moses and Miriam. And the final line of that, of that song actually declares that the Lord reigns as king. This song is about the mission and the purpose of God with his people, with humanity. In this song, we see that God is on a mission to confront evil. We see that God is on a mission to redeem those that are enslaved. We see that God is the one who leads his people into the promised land, where in that promised land, he will be present with them. He will dwell with his people. And here in this passage, we see that after they sing their song, they have to journey through the wilderness. They go through the sea, they go through the miracle, and then they have to go through a time of wilderness, through the unknown. We're going to be talking a lot more about that next week, but in the wilderness is the unknown. And on this journey in the desert, in the wilderness, they are hungry, they are anxious, they are afraid, they are thirsty. And guess what? They went from celebrating, from singing, to now even blaming and criticizing God. They begin even blaming Moses for leading them. So we'll talk a little bit more about that, about the songs that they sang in the wilderness next week. But today we have the song of Moses and Miriam, or the song of the sea, where God's people had Pharaoh's army behind them, and the Red Sea right in front of them. As I mentioned, they were caught in the middle. They were surrounded, overwhelmed. In their back, they really felt like that, that feeling, like some of us have maybe felt before, like your back is up against the wall, caught between a rock and a hard place, caught between no good choices, but just two very difficult choices. Who's ever been in a situation like that? Where you don't feel there's a good choice in front of you. But just two very difficult choices. The army behind you and the Red Sea right in front of you. I remember a moment like that. Um, and it actually, the, these songs of the Bible, these songs of de deliverance really came to a new light for me 
uh, back in 2007 when I was in Uganda in East Africa for the first time with a team there and we were some from California, some from over there in Uganda. Um, Charlotte was a part of that team too and we were going um, to Northern Uganda to do some service, some preaching and some work up there. But we were trying to catch a deadline because part of our journey required us to go on a ferry onto an island. You guys know, uh, you know, we were just going to put the car in there and then continue onto this island. And we needed to catch this ferry to this island in order to continue our journey, especially now because it was becoming very late. It was dark. And when we arrived on the dock, we could actually see our ferry sailing away. There it was going away. And we needed to get there before nightfall, but now it was dark, and that was the last ferry for the night, and we just saw it sailing away. And I, along with the other American Christians that were on that team as well, we kind of began to panic, and immediately we wanted to begin to think about what we needed to do, how we can fix this situation how we can get out of this circumstance that is beyond our control. And then some of our friends, some of the Ugandan Christians, some of the East African Christians we were with at the time, uh, which included Charlotte, as we were anxious, as we were trying to figure out some kind of solution to fix this problem, they just stopped us and said, hey, you know what, brothers and sisters, let's just stop. Let's hold on. And before we do anything... Let's pause and pray. Let's pray. Let's just come before the Lord and give this situation to God. And at first it felt a little bit awkward of like, wait a minute, how is that practical? How is that going to help in any way? But we did it. And after praying, we sang a song. And I'm never going to forget it. Just under the moonlight there in, uh, in right by the African seas where we were in Uganda there. And we just started to sing a song after we prayed, and I believe it was the song, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Some of you know this song with the lyrics, Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been Now forever you will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, your hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. And great is God's faithfulness, even in that time. That was way back in 2007. And of course, God does what he does, and he made a way. We ended up camping, and then afterwards we ended up uh, getting the ferry right in the morning. I was reminded of that morning, and even in this passage that we read, that as God's people, we're a worshiping community, and we're a singing community. A church that sings, a people that pray in all circumstances. Even when it doesn't seem like the most practical solution or the most practical outcome, we pause, we pray, and we sing. We are a people who gain our strength from the joy of the Lord. 
a people who sing in all seasons. In times of happiness, we sing. In times of sadness, of disappointment, of disorientation, we pause and we sing. And today I'm going to share just a little bit about Exodus 15. And then together we're going to take time to engage this scripture and reflect on this scripture. We can reflect on it, meditate on it. And um, then each week during the month of June, we're going to have a special a special song, a special poem to be able to reflect on, pray on as a part of our, of our time in the Word of God. And so we'll be doing that, and then I'll pray, and, and we'll continue in our worship. But we are a people who sing in all seasons. In the joys and in the challenges of this life, we pause, we pray, and we sing, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's what Moses and Miriam did in this passage. There was no practical solution in front of them. Again, just an army behind them and the Red Sea in front of them. But they stopped, they prayed, they sang, they gave it to the Lord, and guess what? He made a way. Like he always does. He makes a way because faithful is who he is Great is thy faithfulness. Again, we take time to be able to, to sing and to get to the heart of God. And when we engage the word of God, we do it with that purpose. When we read passages like this, we do it to be able to draw nearer to the, to the heart of God. And that's what the Bible really is. The Bible is a living link between us and the living God. That's the end goal of our time in meditating in the scriptures. It's to be able to draw closer to God through faith and through trust. The point of the Bible, the point of our faith is not just information. It's not just inspiration, but the purpose of the word of God, of coming together weekly as God's people is, again, not just inspiration or information, but it's transformation. And we become transformed through the songs that we sing. The Bible is this living link between us and the heart of God. Where here in the scripture, when we meditate on these words, when we meditate on these songs, God transforms us and he makes us new. He gives us new hearts. He gives us new minds. He gives us new thoughts. And how does God do that exactly? He does that through refocusing our thinking. When we meditate on the word of God, when we pray, when we sing songs of praise, all of that leads to refocused thinking. And refocused thinking, thinking leads to renewed living. Because guess what? We're all experts on meditating. We're all experts on focused prayer. You know how I know that? Who here has ever been worried or stressed or anxious? Yeah. That's all focused thinking. You're focusing your thinking on just one thing, but when we pause, when we pray, when we engage the word of God, when we sing songs of praise, that's refocused thinking. 
and refocused thinking leads to renewed living. Praying the songs of the Bible or singing songs of praise and worship, that has the power to refocus our thinking. And refocused thinking leads to transformation. In fact, I've said it here a lot at Imago before, that the key to spiritual maturity is not perfection. It's not just a bunch of knowledge about stuff. The key to spiritual maturity is not perfection. It is consistency. It is consistent routine. It's being in routine of prayer, of worship, of refocusing our thinking. Again, you know, by God's grace, I've been able to learn a lot about the Bible and preach and teach the Bible and uh, the Word of God and so on. That's, that's what I've dedicated my life to. But I'll be honest, what has transformed my life most profoundly has not been all of that knowledge. It's been my morning routine. My morning routine that I've done since before I was in seminary that my mother taught me when I was a kid, which is starting my morning with prayer and reflection on God's word. And then listening to three to five praise and worship songs as I'm on a drive to my first appointment or as I'm getting ready for the rest of the day. That consistency has really been the key to staying rooted and grounded and to refocus, refocus my thinking every morning. Because that's the truth. Our habits are what transform us. Not just our knowledge. A lot of us have knowledge about what we ought to do or should do, but we don't always do it, do we? What transforms us are our habits, our consistency, our routines. In the best of times and in the worst of times, you and I, as God's people, we are a people who sing. A people who sing songs. The purpose of the Word of God is to know the God of the Word, to refocus our thinking and to go deeper into the heart of God. So in the month of June, that's what we're doing as we're looking at the songs of the Bible. We are refocusing and we are being refreshed by these precious songs of hope and deliverance. In this passage, we read about a song of Moses and Miriam. Now, some of you know who Moses is, um, but just to give a little bit of background on Moses. Moses was the leader of the Israelites out of Egypt who got to lead them out of Egypt and toward the promised land. He himself didn't make it to the promised land, but he led them through the splitting of the seas and through the time in the desert as well. And what we see about Moses through the first five books of the Bible, um, through uh, the through Exodus especially, um, is um, that Moses was really an imperfect leader. He sometimes gave in to his anger, he gave in to his temper, he gave in to his own will. He was an imperfect leader, but he still led God's people. And in this case, and in this song, he led the songs of praise and he pointed the people to the salvation of God. Again, anyone that knows about Moses, you know that he was someone who sometimes even struggled with his own calling. 
He didn't feel that he was fit or qualified for the call. But that was okay because God was the one who qualified him. He didn't qualify himself. And I've said that several times here at Imago. If you feel that you're not qualified, that's okay. God will qualify you. He doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And we see that in Moses' life over and over again. He messed up a lot as a leader and even as an individual. But he held on and he trusted the living God that would never, ever let go of him. Moses served as the leader of the Israelites out of Egypt in the Exodus. And we read about this in the Old Testament. And in fact, this image of Exodus, of leading God's people out of slavery into the promised land through the parting of the seas, that is such an important story. That is such an important image in the Old Testament and in the entire scripture. The Exodus is actually the central story of salvation in the Old Testament. Just as the resurrection is the central story of salvation in the New Testament, the Exodus is, is just as key, just as important in understanding God's redemption and God's salvation. And as we read in the scriptures, Moses experienced many times of hardship, many times of discouragement, but he trusted God with a radical faith. Moses trusted God with a no matter what kind of faith. And in this song that he sings on behalf of the Israelites, Moses shares his fears. He shares some of his anxieties. And yet he gives praises and thanks to God, even through the times of trouble where all he sees is just obstacles. Obstacles and challenges in every single direction. In front of him, behind him, Side to side. Again, the Red Sea in front of him and Pharaoh's army right behind him. And complaining people around him, scared people around him. Moses and Miriam, they don't just calculate there. Uh, and they don't just strategize some kind of immediate solution, some immediate way to fix the situation or the problem. But they take the time to pause, to pray, to sing, to refocus their minds on God. Through the songs of the Bible, we can get the words and the inspiration for how to pray and how to discover God's presence in the good times and in the bad times. The songs of the Bible teach us how to sing when singing would be the last practical or strategic thing to do. The songs of the Bible invite us to sing. So in those times when we have no words, those seasons where we only have tears, frustration, challenges in all directions, where we feel surrounded by the sea in front of us, and the army right behind us. When it feels like your back is against the wall, the songs of the Bible remind us to not give up. Do not give up. Don't give in to the discouragement. Stand and sing. Or better yet, kneel and sing. 
sing a new song to the Lord. We can pray the songs of the Bible, which will inspire us to live the songs that we sing. When we're speechless, songs of praise, songs of worship, give us words for how to pray when we have no words. Songs of praise, songs of worship, give us the opportunity to enter into God's presence. That's the gift of God, the gift of being able to sing songs of hope and deliverance in all seasons. And have you ever asked yourself, like, why do we even do that in the first, pa- in the first place? Why as a church, why as a community, do we take uh, time to sing? That's something that's kind of odd. You don't do that in other public spaces, really, right? You're not just in the, in the supermarket or in the mall, and you just kind of gather some people and just start singing together, right? But we do that here every single week, and we're led by a wonderful worship team. It's a unique gift. But when we're singing together, God is doing something amazing. God is doing something mysterious, something unseen in the midst of our singing. In this hour together, in this worship service, God actually, this is an event where the Holy Spirit makes us new. He brings new life through prayer, through preaching, and through praising through the songs that we sing. Praises are made up of songs, and to enter into a song is to enter into a story. Every single song has a story behind it. Some of you know, those that have gotten to know me a little closer, that I'm a bit of a music nerd. I really love music, and I love the stories behind music as well. And I actually remember way back in the day, there used to be two shows um, on, um, on MTV and on VH1. Those, by the way, those used to not only be reality TV channels, those used to be music channels back in the day, believe it or not. But they had uh, two different um, shows. One was called Behind the Music and one was called Unplugged Sessions. And their artists would tell the story of each one of their songs. And they would just remind us that each song has a story. It's the same with the songs of the Bible. The songs of the Bible and the praise and worship songs that we pray here every and sing every week, they have a story. That's the gift of music. The gift of music, the gift of praise, is to invite us into a bigger story. A story that's so much bigger than just the problems in front of me or behind me or around me. Just as Moses and Miriam were leading the songs that split the seas back then, today you and I are invited to sing as well. Today our great King Jesus is inviting us to sing a song of praise and of deliverance, a song of hope, a song of victory to the living Lord in response to his love, in response to him making a way, in response to his salvation, in response to his goodness, because he always makes away. That's who he is. 
and we can trust in him. He's done it before and he will do it again. And even right now in the messiness that you're going through, he's at work. See him do something new. And even when it may not feel like the most practical thing to do, take a moment to pause, pray, worship, and refocus. And see God at work in all of that. When we feel surrounded, when it feels impossible, we still sing to a God who has the power to split the seas. Even today. We sing to a God who opens up the waters, who stops the armies behind us. We sing to a God to take us through what feels like the impossible challenge right in front of us. So what's it going to take? What does it take for you and I to join the chorus and to sing, to sing a new song, to sing these songs of hope and deliverance? What does it take? Well, the good news is that it's not vocal lessons. We don't all need to sing wonderfully like our wonderful worship team, but that's why we have them leading us, right? Not each one of us is up here for for that reason, right? It's not vocal lessons, but what we need to sing this new song that Jesus is inviting us into to get in tune with the songs of the Bible, what we need is to come to trust God in all circumstances. Trust God more than we trust in ourselves. Trust the creator above anything created. That's how we get in tune with these songs of hope and deliverance, with this new song that Jesus is inviting us to sing. So in our worship services, we have this time of praise. We have this time to to be led in joyful songs. But I want you to know that God is doing something mysterious, something unseen in that time of singing. God is actually inviting us to go deeper with him, to be made new by him. To trust God is to be vulnerable with God. And really, that's part of the the beauty of worship, of praise, to be able to go to that next level with vulnerability and with trust in God. For some of us, that next level of vulnerability and trust in God in worship is going to be meditating on the words, reflecting or just speaking the words as we're singing together. Even if we don't understand all of it, but trusting God in that, in the, in the singing and seeing God do something new. For others, that next step in our intimacy and in our vulnerability with God during worship, it's going to be really just letting go. Letting go and allowing God to do whatever he needs to do in and through you during that time of praise and worship. Now, maybe it means just not yet, who, who knows, for some of us, it may not be time for uh, hands just released full on above your head, but God will, can take you eventually to that. But maybe it just starts with getting your hands out of your pockets and, and opening your hands before God humbly in praise. 
singing the songs, allowing him to transform you, to make you new through that. Songs are so important to the heart of God because God created the gift of music. God created the gift of songs and of praise because music is the only thing in all of creation that has the power to touch our hearts without our permission. So the songs that we sing are the songs that really make us vulnerable, honest. Music and praise is a way that we can experience that direct connection between our hearts and the heart of the living God. Praise is an invitation to love God, to be vulnerable with God, to trust God in all circumstances. The songs of the Bible are songs of good news, songs of restoration, and they are the songs that the living God invites us into, not just to sing, but songs to live. The songs that we sing have the power to influence our lives like almost nothing else does. Again, that's the beautiful and the mysterious power of music. It can impact and influence us and change us and transform us almost like nothing else. So along with trusting the Lord, songs of praise invite us to just awe and wonder and to just let go and worship and to see the new thing that God is doing in each and every one of us. In Exodus 15, 13, it says this. It says, in your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. These are the songs of the Bible. Songs of hope, songs of deliverance. Songs that make a way where it seems like there is no way. Songs that create a pathway when we're caught between a rock and a hard place, when we're caught between the Red Sea in front of us and Pharaoh's army behind us. So right now, we're actually going to shift and take time to just reflect and meditate on a precious song, a special song. We're going to be doing this throughout the month of June where we're going to have a special to just be able to reflect on and you don't necessarily need to stand unless you feel led, but you can just sit and pray and reflect on this special song that the worship team is going to bring to us in just a moment. But I want to invite us all throughout this week to go back to engage Exodus 15, to, to engage the song of Moses, the song of Miriam, the songs that split the seas. Go ahead and go back to Exodus 15, 1 to 13, 18 to 21. Sing it out loud. Pray it out loud. Reflect on it. Journal on it. Ask yourself, what does it say about God? What does it say about the mind and heart of God? What does it say about us as people? How does it invite us into deeper worship, into deeper love, intimacy, and vulnerability with God? And if we believe this to be true, what would change? How is the song of the sea, how is this song calling us to refocus our thinking?
How is it calling us to renew our lives? So even as we're thinking and reflecting and praying into all of that, we can start that right now, this morning. So I'm going to invite our worship team to to prepare and to lead us in this song. And it's called This is a Move. Lizbeth will go ahead and introduce it for us. It's new here to the church community, but in the month of June, we're going to be taking opportunities to just um, engage and to rejoice in these special songs together. Again, remembering that songs have the power to shape us into who God created us to be. So I'm going to go ahead and invite us all to just take these next few moments to pray, to reflect, to meditate, to refocus our thinking on the God who is with us and for us. After this song of praise, I'll come back and I'll pray for us and then we'll conclude with worship. Amen. As Pastor Carlos was saying this morning, um, you don't have to stand, but if you feel led to stand, I encourage you to stand. Amen. So the special that we have for you this morning is called This is a Move. Um, I love this song so much. I love every song, but um, the bridge of this song goes, miracles happen when you move. Healing is coming in this room. Miracles happen when you move. Heaven is coming. Amen. So whenever we we put ourselves in the position to ask the Lord, God, I'm here. I surrender. The Lord begins to move. Amen. So this morning, I just, just go ahead and just close your eyes. And what do you need God to move this morning in your life? Whether if you are in need of a miracle, whether you are, I don't, I don't know what, what's, if you are going through a positive situation, a negative situation, but I just, just put yourself in that position. Ask Jesus, Lord, what do I need you to move this morning? Amen. Mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe. Yes, we can see it. That wonders are still what you do. Bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe, yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. We are here for you, come and do what you do. We are here for you, come and do what you do. Set our hearts on you and come and do what you do. 
Bodies are still being raised Giants are still being slain Ooh. God, we believe That yes, we can see it That wonders are still what you do We are here for you, God Come and do what you do Come and do what you do and set our hearts on you. Come and do what you do, cause we need a move. We need a move, cause we
continue to make a way, Lord. When we trust in you, when we surrender to you, Lord, miracles do happen, God, when you are on the move. Give us the courage, give us the faith, give us the, the strength, Lord, to be able to trust that you will move, God, and we will follow, God. For many of us, we prayed that out loud right now. We need a move, God, from you. We need a touch. We need deliverance. We need hope. And Lord God, that's why we're singing. We're singing to you. Because we need that move. We need those seas to part, Lord God. We need you to make a way path Te necesitamos, Dios Santo. and Lord God I just pray that today Lord God you would continue to shape us to mold us by the songs that we sing Lord and as we conclude our time of worship God in just a moment we'll have one more song to be able to sing as a song of praise as a song of deliverance but God, would you continue to move in and through each of us, Lord. Mold us, shape us, make us more like you, God. Would you do it, Lord? And Lord, help us, God, to, to sing, to pray, to refocus our thoughts on you, Lord. Even when it doesn't seem like it's going to be the quick fix, or the quick solution, Lord, but it's in those songs, it's in that hope, it's in that trust, Lord, that you are at work, that the miracle happens, Lord God. So Lord, I just pray that you would strengthen us, give us courage, give us faith to continue to sing in all seasons, Lord. Follow. 
that's, that's what you do, Lord. You bring life out of death. You bring order out of chaos. All of that is a miracle, Lord. You bring resolution to conflict, Lord. That's all miracle. You provide, Lord, especially in moments where we need it most. Thank you, God. Continue to move in and through our hearts and minds, Lord. And as we close out with this song of praise and worship, God, would you receive it as a sweet aroma? In your name we pray. Amen. Go ahead and just stand wherever we're at. Let's just go ahead and conclude with this song. Swallowed up forever by 
your prayer this morning, church. songs we sing have this have the power to shape us and to, to transform us amen and that's what we're going to be doing throughout this entire month of june being shaped by the songs of the bible the songs of hope and deliverance the songs that remind us who we are the songs that remind us whose we are friends it's been such a joy to be able to worship together this morning just a couple of reminders, if you need to talk or pray with anyone, we'll be available for you immediately after service. Also, take five minutes to connect with God and each other immediately after service. Um, we have coffee, we have fellowship, and um, yeah, just greet someone you didn't come with this morning and connect for a few minutes as well. And also for men's ministry, talk to Brother John Jones for plans for June 26th. Uh, grab a coffee or a pastry and huddle up and talk to him right afterwards. It'll be a wonderful time to plan for men's ministry later on this month. And in the summer, we want to try other opportunities as well to be able to, for women's ministry as well, to gather and support one another as well. So we'll be doing that throughout the summer as well. But friends, once again, hallelujah. What a joy to be able to worship the Lord this morning. And as we go out from here, would you receive this blessing and benediction? Who actually, Moses' brother, Aaron, was the one who prayed it over God's people as they were in the wilderness. It's from the book of Numbers. I'll say it first in Spanish and then in English. Que el Señor te bendiga y te guarde. Que el Señor haga resplandecer su rostro sobre ti. 
y que nuestro Dios te dé la paz y la sabiduría que buscas. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you the peace and the wisdom that you seek. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Go in the peace of Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you here for worship next week. Go in God's peace.